Welcome to the Movie Movie Podcast, everybody! Oh man, it has been a while since we've really? been up here. It's been a while. It's been, oh god. Uh, it's episode number forty-five. I'm your host Tiggs, and I, I'm actually wait. I, I might not be. Wait, I have four legs but no tail. Usually, I'm heard only at night. Who am I, Pete? What do you think? Uh, I have no idea what you're going for right now, uh, man. Russ, what do you think? Wait, you're a raccoon? No, no. Whoa, close, but no, sort of. Alex, what do you think? Uh, no, it's man. You've got four legs in the morning. Uh, you can be heard at night. Is like one year old. Um, yeah, no, it's classic. Oh, man. it's one of those. It's actually yeah. a frog. You were you were close, but it was a frog. Frogman. 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 Frog, We've got a frog long podcast cousin. ahead of us, so let's stop. You know what? I'm just gonna stop that right there. Wait, I think we need to explain what just happened, please. <laughs> Okay, yeah, the last time we did a podcast, I asked a question at the beginning of it, and you said you should do that every single time. So I just asked a question at the beginning of this podcast. Consistency burn. First up tonight is Pacific Rim. So can we get a rust down? (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, Pacific Rim, directed by Guillermo del Toro. As a war between humankind and monstrous sea creatures rages on. A former pilot and a trainee are paired up to drive a seemingly obsolete special weapon in a desperate effort to save the world from the apocalypse. I have a few problems with that uh, overview. Okay. First of all, they're not sea monsters. They're aliens. Accurate, yeah. Uh, Second of all... What? Yeah, yeah, interdimensional. Knowledge is the treasure. Right. Okay, so few problems. That was yeah, that one. one. We got one. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I thought you were going. I thought it was gonna be like a tirade. I thought it was gonna be one for the book. Uh, oh, Mister Few Problems, Pete. I, I forgot. Got I forgot problem. the second thing. Oh, you've got a few <laughs> problems, I, and they're all with Pacific Rim. Uh, also, with the, the seemingly obsolete. We co- who doesn't wait? What part? Can you read that back again, Russ? Are paired up to drive a seemingly obsolete special weapon. In Wait, a desperate effort to save yeah. the world. I know there's like a few parts at the beginning, but that's really weird to 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 say in the in the rust down. Right, seeming obsolete. But <laughs> they're not, in they're my not mind, writing it with rust in mind, Pete. Aren't they? maybe they should be? Yeah, it, it's a rust down. Uh, it doesn't have another name. That's yeah, what it's seriously, then it would be the rock down. stars in this film about you know whatever the film's about. The rock would be in everything. That's okay. true. That's a rust down. That's a, that's a rust down <laughs> for the ages. <laughs> But no, yeah, I mean, did you think, you mean that they're just giving away too much of the story right away, in a way? Like, or that they're giving away, like, the first 15 minutes, like, yeah. the build-up? you hear a giant robot controlled by two people with their brains linked together as seemingly obsolete? It's analog. It's analog. Well, I, I thought that, I mean, the seemingly obsolete thing is because the, its arm was ripped off at the, in the beginning fight, and I think it just had been out of commission for however many years. No, the other ones were digital. That was the thing. Yeah. Oh, that's what like, that oh. was actually the. You thought I wasn't making a terrible Alex joke. That was their justification. No, I remember that it was an analog. But yeah, okay. Which finds which I'll be honest. It feels weird that like in the latter half of this decade they'd be building a gigantic robot and someone be like, should we put a computer in this thing? Nah, <laughs> let's keep it. <laughs> let's keep it analog, you guys. I mean, that's all you need. Just need that giant wind turbine. Two dudes in a memory thing. 
Yeah. I meant to say microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, going there. <laughs> so about the movie. Wait, what movie? What, what movie? Yeah. Pacific. Um. So I. I have you guys? Because I heard. So, I heard some like mixed things, and there's some people who don't really like it. Yeah. Does anyone know what some like complaints actually were? Um. I think people just kind of thought this was going to be something different than it was. Um, I heard complaints that, like, the acting was really, uh, wooden and that people couldn't identify with the characters and the action was cool, but there wasn't enough of it. I've heard, I've heard that from some people. I don't necessarily, I don't agree with any of it, but. Well, um, I think the main female was awful. Yeah. Um, she was really bad. I, you know, I gotta say personally, I really enjoyed, um, the movie on the whole, but I gotta say that, like. When they leaned into some of the the cliches that they used, which this movie is pretty much made out of cliches, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it, it sometimes you were just like, uh, oh, this is what's gonna happen." Like they didn't turn any of them on their heads, which no. I think would have like this movie is pretty much like if you were to watch Top Gun and just put in like uh, robots and monsters, you'd pretty much have this same movie. I think I what I didn't Top Gun. Well, I'm thinking what? about that now. Well, Iceman, the Iceman, the Australian guy was Iceman, and what's his yeah. name? Yeah. But, um, I and guess, his brother's goose? Right. I guess, like, what, the way I took <laughs> that was, goose. yeah, I, I kind of glossed over, I kind of glossed over the lack of, you know, good acting and characterization and all that stuff by the fact that this was so close to an actual Saturday morning cartoon yeah. that oh. I wouldn't be bitching about a cartoon this much. Absolutely, like, it, it's say, it's pretty much a live action anime. It yeah, is. And, and, and I gotta say, I give him credit for. I didn't know that the uh, the the kaiju were actually called kaiju. Like I thought oh, yeah. it was just like that is the style of that like that classic you know Japanese literally just like big ass monsters like Godzilla style just like wrecking shit. Uh, I didn't know that they were actually just completely leaning into that. And I gotta yeah. say, you know, Guillermo del Toro is obviously a fan favorite with uh, you know with genre fans. But, you know, he's someone that is, spreads himself out, at, puts him, attaches himself to so many projects. You're kind of at the point right now when you're just like, is a movie going to happen that he's attached to? Is it actually going to be good? Because the last time he produced something, it was supposed to be awful. Um, that, that Don't Be Afraid of the Dark uh, remake. Did he, oh, so yeah. Still I, I, did he not do Mama? Pretty no, sure. he, oh. Mama was, no, a movie, was already made, oh. and he, he liked it. And like the filmmaker, so he just said, "You know what? Throw my name on that. I want to help you." No, oh, nice. Okay. Well, it was a short film originally, and then they yeah. extended it out so, ah. and put Jessica Chastain, made Jessica Chastain like super rocky. Yeah. Um, in, ter- in terms of the action, I think, and this is going to sound a little crazy, but I think this was crazy. as um, like close to what I think these fights would look in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. In the sense that they weren't overblown and didn't seem fake, but and nothing was fast. Make, yeah. If we could oh, make no. giant robots that could fight giant monsters, it would be at this speed with this believability. Yeah. And I, I think um, that's really, what I really yeah. I liked about it is it wasn't like it wasn't like quick it wasn't anything you could edit like quick cut style with a lot of up close like shit. It's like it's it's basically a skyscraper fighting. That's not gonna look yeah. quick. Yeah. You really get a sense of the clunkiness and the weight and like a lot of what you would sort of, I don't know, expect from a machine of this size. Yeah, it it it's, it is Unlike, cool that. 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Unlike a Transformer that can fucking do everything. Yeah. Right. And, and like, like, and still, and looks so not real. Yeah. Yeah. These oh, look no, real. The the effects on this are, are are amazing. Like I gotta say, just like uh, the the blending of the CG and everything. Uh, this is probably one of the best cases of like it looking really seamless. Uh, yeah. Because I think yeah. that you know you get to that point sometimes with movies where it becomes so obvious that when something is a CGI and then like you know it makes the action just look. Really like a video game. Bad. Like a video game, but not in a good way. Like, I gotta yeah. say, two of the movies we're talking about today reminded me a lot of video games, uh, this being one of them. And I gotta say that, like, you know, I was I was watching this being like, man, I wanna do, like, I wish that there was, like, a connect game that let me and a friend fucking battle kaiju together. And oh, like, uh, yeah, that, uh, I saw this with, uh, Cargill, and that's what he was saying as soon as this game He's like, how they need to make this, like, a co op style. Uh, game because it would be fucking really fun. So they made a fighting game. Yeah, a ten dollar fighting game, which is nice. Yeah, just terrible. Uh, but um, what did you guys think of the like the characters that were there for comic relief? I, it was weird. Like, it was Charlie weird. Day, Bar- Baron Gorman, Ron. I Charlie Day did pretty well actually. Yeah, I was. Kind of, I, I've never seen horrible bosses, so for me, this was his first foray into film. In my, for me too. Yeah. So you guys aren't. Like, missing- a very light role that wasn't exactly highly comical. He was just like a weird, kind of a weird scientist. Right. But, but and the cool thing about like Guillermo kind of taking a very uh, Guillermo spin on this, like they they did something with it, which I thought was cool. Like having him be like, yeah, he's a scientist that's like fucking he's into kaiju. Like he's like got him tattooed and everything like that. And I was like, oh, that's a really cool idea. Yeah. Like, yeah, there would be people that would be that weird into this stuff if this was going on. Right. And uh, I just thought that was a neat little touch uh, that like mm-hmm. someone that is like super nerdy would put in there. Yeah. And I like that he uh, had like the counterpart in uh, Byrne Gorman's character, Gottlieb. He had the one that yeah. was like the that was more experimental and the other one that like, one was more science and one was more math, which is weird because they're usually, you know, one and the same. But it was interesting to see them sort of split up. Um, and also, Ron Perlman was my favorite. He was pretty great. The after credit scene is is enjoyable. You know, I, I feel like sometimes you can like, be like, "Man, this person's true to the scenery, and it's annoying or it's distracting." Ron Perlman uh, just kind of went nuts in this role, and I loved everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. and, uh, yeah, and I gotta say, for the people that were like on the serious side. Um, Man, uh, Idris Elba still can knock it out of the park. Yep. You know, yep. Even in something that is super uh, cliche, and you know, you can you can see his story arc a mile away. Um, you know, but but he just he does it with with, with good gravitas. You know, he can yep. even in Prometheus, uh, he can make uh, you know a, a good situation out of it. Like I even. We, the, the trailers have highlighted like the last part of his like Independence Day style speech, and I was like, "Oh, that, that'll be cool." And then I heard it, and I was like, still just as excited. Nice. Uh, see, seeing it like play out for real this time, knowing like the actual stakes and stuff. So I thought that was awesome. I mean, so I, I guess like while uh, reception to this movie's been 
I guess, a little mixed, but mainly positive. Uh, for the most part, you know, we're a couple weeks removed now. Uh, it opened, what, 6th or 7th? No, it opened, I think, 3rd or 4th. Um, yeah, and it dropped down, And right? it didn't, it made like 38, now it's 16. It's it's around 70 million right now. Oh. Worldwide, all told, combined, U.S. worldwide, it's around 170. The budget was 2. It has to clear about another $130 million to get a seat. Yeah, I'm not surprised at the uh, domestic box office, but I'm very surprised it hasn't, like, killed overseas. Well, I mean, one thing to keep in mind is China, it hasn't opened in China and Japan yet. Oh, wow. Oh. And oh. I imagine, like, those with those markets, this movie should do very, very well. I think by the skin of its teeth, it might get a sequel, and that, and w- probably with a slightly more reined-in budget. Yeah, um, probably. And it will do better just by virtue of the fact that I think word of mouth might carry this movie a little bit. I hope so, and I—I I mean, usually we're you know the week after or, or week of a movie, so we don't—we kind of don't get this uh, this ability to look back a bit. Um, I, I think I, I really enjoyed this. I think maybe I was a little let down in some of the the human interactions. Uh, I think especially, jeez, oh, uh, it's Rink. Rink oh, what is her name? Um, Rinko Kikuchi. Yes, uh, I was a little. You know, I wish they had fleshed out her character a little bit more, like. They kind of alternated between her like being really badass and then uh, you know just kind of like uh, being very shy and things like that, and just it didn't really kind of get to develop too well. Um, yeah. But you know, I would love and to see a sequel to it. To echo sort of what you were saying about the acting, I would just like to see Charlie Hunnam get to just speak with his regular accent for a change. Mm. Because he used his Sons of Anarchy. He like, used he <laughs> used his exact Sons of Anarchy voice. And I expected uh, Katie Seagal to show up at some point. I know. Oh. Uh, one of its other strong points that we haven't mentioned, uh, like Looper uh, from last year, it yeah. doesn't spend time explaining things to you, which is really nope. nice. Like the whole the whole thing with the battle system is that two people control it it with their minds linked, but does it stop just tell you how or? Yeah. Nope. Why it's not remote or anything? No. Yeah, care about the person that invented this or like what we had to go through? Like it just, it's just like oh, so we decided that it's better with two people, so we connected them in the brain. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Which is perfect. Most movies would spend ha- at least the first half trying to figure out a way to have that happen, so that it's like earned. Just, just like, just show me in media rest, like it already happens. Great. Uh, It'll be a prequel. Yeah, yeah. like, they actually, for a movie that could have spent a long time in exposition, they kind of got it out of the way and just let let it be fun for the rest. Uh, one thing, too, what do you guys think of the design? Uh, that's obviously a big part of it. Uh, the kaiju, the Jaegers, which is the mech guys. I uh, thought the kaiju looked look? great, but the Jaegers weren't that, that fantastic. I wasn't crazy about the kaiju. I thought that there were just way too many reused. Fight! I mean, that was that was fine. I mean, the robots are going mean, to... I, I was fine. more into the robots than I was the kaiju. Yeah, I think... Uh, it, I thought the robots had, like, an Evangelion feel to them, so I was fine with that. I think if there was, a, like, a, a day, uh, like, a daytime fighting scene or something like that, maybe I'd have been a little bit more into the kaiju because they were... They were darkly colored, and it was usually pretty yeah. dark. They were underwater. It was hard to get a real feel for, like, 
where all the limbs were, kind of like the Cloverfield monster. They all seem to be yeah. just like versions of, of like, I don't know, some Godzilla monster. I think they were pretty different, but the fact that they were colored similarly made it like really like it kind of muddied up uh, yeah. when like show it on like, you know, uh, screens and, and within the world. So I don't think you have to like see the detail and everything, which would have been been really nice because actually playing the crappy game um i got to see the 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 assets for it like up close and they do look a lot different uh but you don't really get that in the the film yeah they all just kind of look like gamera to me in the film like like it was either gamera standing up or gamera down you know and he's he's the only one that's union so you guys you guys want to rate it Yeah. yeah all right pete uh four uh russ four alex Four out of five, yeah. That's uh, and I'm going to give it three and a half. Uh, <laughs> asshole. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was a long. <laughs> um, I really feel its length. I, I, I don't know. Counterpoint. Next. Next. Next up, uh, Despicable Me Dose. I didn't see this. I did. I did. I did. All right. Despicable Me 2, directed by, uh, you know, those two guys that did the first one. Uh... <laughs> Gru is recruited by the Anti-Villain League to help deal with a powerful new super criminal. True. Yep. Yeah. That's the movie. Although, he wasn't really a powerful new... Uh, anyway. I, I, I didn't want to mince words there, but... <laughs> right. All um, right, so... Oh, what what percentage of this movie is just minions? A lot. There's a lot more minions There's this time around. You yeah, can tell that they're actually... gearing up for the next... For the minions movie. Yeah. Yeah, the minions are actually a plot device in this one, and not just kind of part of the the world yeah um yeah i I, you know i actually i saw this with my nephew Mm -hmm. uh so i got to like seeing it with a kid uh six uh right up his alley yeah so he loved it but he did not laugh once Mm -hmm. uh which i kind of got to agree with my Uh, four-year-old nephew went to see this and he did not like it really yeah he did not wow. care for it at all. He also hasn't liked any movie he's seen so far, so chip up. All right, know. well, you should have led with that. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. This just in, kid who hates everything hates this. <laughs> uh, if the old Life Cereal commercials just ended with Mikey not liking Life Cereal. Well, fuck. Wow. Fucking shit. All right. I guess, I guess he doesn't like it. Right. Should we try <laughs> some Cheerios? <laughs> <laughs> um, what what I did like this movie. Uh, I didn't like it nearly as much as the first one because the first one is just super fucking delightful. But this felt like a pretty decent episode of Despicable Me the series. I completely agree. Um, but so I long. gotta say, El Macho, I really liked. El Macho yeah. was good. Uh, that was Benjamin Pratt. No. Yeah, it was. A, it was Al Pacino up until six weeks before the movie was released, wow. which is crazy. Really? Uh, yeah. He he backed like they had to do uh, not reshoots, but they had they wanted to like re like do a, a few retakes of some scenes that he did, and he just couldn't do them or whatever. And they're like, "Well, we have to," so he backed out. And then Benjamin Bratt had to come in after the movie was completely animated and make his speech patterns fit what was already on screen. Wow! Oh. Uh, which I think is pretty impressive because El Macho ended up being my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I actually. I well, I mean, it's 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 sort of similar to the way Shrek came about, but like way earlier. Oh yeah, Chris Farley. Yeah, when they, they had to go back and do like a year and a half worth of work because also because Mike Myers was like, um, what if he had a Scottish accent? <laughs> yeah. Um, like, they're well, like, okay, I guess I guess I'll go back in this locked dark room and uh, fuck myself. 
There you go. Wow. Wow, that's um, depressing. Um, no, I got to say, uh, so this movie, I mean, it's it just ended up being a little bland. Um, yeah. And, and it's got just, like, very distinct A, B, and C plots. That kind of come together at the end, and that's why um, it's so sitcommy because it like it really, you could tell like where they were focusing. Yeah, and it, it's, it's yeah. And I guess it's still a big the trailers part. were more interesting than the movie. Uh, not really. What's that? The the kids aren't as big of a part of it at all. It's, no, I mean they're, they're still just, cute, but they they don't play they, nearly as large. Of a role. They barely get see any they, time. You could see they tried to shoehorn the kids into. Yeah. Oh, into yeah. and that's the thing. It's like. The first one just had such a natural uh, affability to it. And this one, it's like it knows the stuff that worked. And now it's like trying to overcompensate. Yeah. And it ends up leaving leaving you feeling a little hollow. But not to say that it's not um, an enjoyable for kids. Because it is like, for, for as far as a, kid, a kid's movie is concerned, it's funny. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I heard one out of every two children did not find it funny. There you go. Hmm. Um, That's an actual statistic. statistic. An actual what? Yeah, shut up! I'm the math magician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I would say that if you like the first one, you'll think this one is pretty okay. I would not go see this one in the theater. There's no need. No. There's no uh, need to see it in the theater now. Yeah. All right. anyone, did you guys yeah, see 3D? Like, no, I didn't. No. Know. no. It, there's no reason. Like, I think did they do a similar thing they did in the first one where they just like throw things at the screen and at the end they're like eh, it's 3D remember mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. probably oh the, yeah weren't they like on the like walking a plank at the end out towards the audience yeah yeah I yeah um I, I, I feel like that this would like I I feel like there were potential uh in a lot of the plots like but again like like I mean you you you, you summed it up perfectly Russ um it's the episode of the show um yeah all right, one. I, 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 I was kind of bored by it, honestly. It, by the end of it. I, 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 I still respect the, respect it as a franchise, considering though they spent seventy six million dollars on this movie. Yeah, and like I've seen animated movie animated movies have ballooned to two hundred million, and they suck. Yeah. Like this is like a seventy six million dollar movie. You see where all the money went, and the voice talent is great. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. It, yeah. It, it's fairly it's fairly enjoyable. Yeah. You guys want to read it? Yeah. Alex? Uh, three. Uh, Russ? Three. Uh, and I'm going to give it two. I didn't see it. <laughs> All right. So next up, uh, Red 2. Wow, we're just flying through this list, guys. We really are. I didn't... I Oops, not Rec 2. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Rec 2. Go with it. Do, 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 give us do, the Russ down for a chord, too. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do rec, Red 2. Okay. Red 2, directed by Dean Pariso. Retired CIA agent Frank Moses reunites his unlikely team of elite operatives for a global quest to track down a missing portable nuclear device. I didn't see it yet because I don't have... I I just recently saw the first one, and this doesn't look anywhere near as good. I didn't see it uh, because the trailers look really bad. Yeah, they don't look... Yeah. Yeah. Like, it looks... I don't know. Is it just me, or does it look like Bruce Willis just doesn't give a shit? Oh, he doesn't really seem to. Okay. But no. he still gives a better performance than in the new Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah he really I, does. I, I, I think um, every movie he's ever done is better than that. The biggest selling point in this film, which I was surprised about, because it wasn't the case in the first one, is Mary Louise Parker is fantastic. Really? Really? Uh, 
Hmm. I think Ooh. she can be a little too much. Annoying. There I thought go. she was great. I thought her character was so much fun. Um, and as I said, this this is a hundred times better than the new Die Hard. It's it's a good time. John Malkovich was a little bit toned down from the last one, which I thought was a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Helen yeah. Mirren is still fantastic. Brian Cox still fantastic. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, Brian Cox is back. Really fun. And uh, what's his name? The dude from Justified, the bad dude from last season. Oh yeah, who who he's, played? He was in a uh, fuck, Buck Compton from Band of Brothers. He's there. Uh, uh, the blonde-haired guy with the. Yeah, he was in uh, 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 oh, a. Oh, Neil McDonald. Boomtown. Oh, oh everyone knows Boomtown. Um, nice. That was yeah. a great show. It was a great show. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You I know him as M. Bison from Street Fighter Legend of Chun-Li. Thank you. Somebody <laughs> says something I can understand. God. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, perfectly enjoyable. It doesn't take itself too seriously. I think it has a really good time with everything. Uh, I mean, I want to punch Catherine Zeta and the Jones in the face all the time, but I didn't really hate her. Jones? Uh, what, just like in your own life or in the movie? In, yeah, uh, in my own life. Oh. Why? Oh. I don't know. I, just, I, don't, I don't like her. Not hmm. an entrapment fan. There's nothing for me. All yeah, those T-Mobile not. ads. Oh, yeah, those are the, the worst. Fucking Mike Douglas, and you're not. <laughs> yeah. Got you there. I'm drunk. He does got you there. <laughs> I'm gonna make um, up my ringtone. <laughs> Wait, was, he's fucking Mike Douglas, Douglas and you're not. <laughs> um, miss, uh, take, could you? This is a business meeting. Could you turn <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, I just have to take this. <laughs> but oh, but with this hey, apparently, you know, it's it's apparently tracking well. There's a pu- there's a bunch of product placements, so it's already making money. Oh, yeah, guys. Uh, yeah, uh, it didn't do super and- great in the in its opening week, but I mean, but there was there it, I, it'll um, probably have lasting power. Yeah, before it came out, there was already talks of a third one because one of the biggest things is the producers are getting a lot of calls from different older actors that are like, "Hey, I would love to do this." Oh, okay. Mm. Part of it. Um, huh. I, I do got to say though, I think it was a little bit diminishing returns. Um, there we go. The very much fun. the movie is yo, they're going after MacGuffin. Um, the, the heart of it is in the characters, and I think they're for the most part very fun. Um, the action is you know trying to be like wacky, you know, storm shadows there doing you know kicking people and stuff. Um, but uh, I do think that like overall, just like. It's kind of how it's hard to give a, a shit about the plot of it, mm-hmm. um, and I thought that like the directing, like putting in the comic book stuff, that that believe they had that in the first one. Um, I kind of thought like just get rid of that. Those transitions where like everyone someone becomes like you know sketched and then it goes to the next thing. Oh, yeah, okay. I definitely I was think that, that there was a lot, there was some other hands in terms of the directing because there's parts in which there's like an action sequence and it just completely feels like a different movie for like five seconds. Because it's trying to be bigger, it's trying to be flashier, when it really doesn't need that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, overall, I really, I, I, as I said, I'm, I had a lot of fun with it. I would love to see these characters again. All right, you guys want to rate it? Yep. Uh, yeah. Pete? Uh, three and a half. Alex? Hey, you have a man after my own heart. Three and a half out of five. All right, so I will see it. All right, all right, I'll, I'll check it out then. It's, it's one that, like, if you like the first one, uh, go see it. Uh, you know, in theaters, it's worthwhile, it's still fun. Uh, but if you, you know, it's worth checking out the first one again. Do it. How do you get in there? All right, next up, we've I got am. The Conjuring. I saw it. I saw I, it. Of course I, I saw it. I wanted to see it. 
Um, uh, this is like Patrick Wilson horror movie yeah. Uh, year. Yeah, seriously. Uh, the Conjuring, yes. directed by James Wan. Paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren work to help a family terrorized by a dark presence in their farmhouse. Forced to confront a powerful entity, the Warrens find themselves caught in the most terrifying case of their lives. They're actually two real, they're based on two people. Yeah, this isn't like bullshit based on. um, Who who also, you know, investigated Annabelle Horror a bunch. Right. And yep. still talk about Amityville Horror House to this day. Like I don't, I don't want to ever go back there. Right. Yeah, yeah I, I was reading a little story right. about him. Yeah. But, did um, you did you notice uh, Tiggs the button at the end of the movie where they're like, uh, we got to go uh, check out this uh, family's house oh, in Long Island? Yeah, I did. That, uh, I was just like, oh man, oh, here we go again. Up. That was pretty funny, actually. There but was I a think, lot of laughing in my theater. <laughs> I think it'd be cool if they took these characters and put them into the Amityville horror and just did it like a different way. I think but, these two char- the two characters were, were really just like very interesting, uh, really cool just like concept for the two of them. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, the rest, of the, I don't know. There was some definitely, there's definitely some good parts, the, but I think that the, the scariest scene was in the trailer. The clap? Really? Yeah, the clap in the, at the top yeah, of the stairs. The, that, the that's top still, of the stairs clap was still scary. Scared the shit even, out of me. Even knowing it was coming. Yeah. I don't know what the top of the stairs clap is. Uh, yeah, it was, watch the second trailer where they're playing hide and clap. Oh, which is the scariest thing in my I've ever heard. I, why would anyone Who play that game? That? What the fuck is hide and clap? So, it's a game they made up in the movie like because the, there's five daughters, and I guess they play it. like It's like hide and seek, but you hide. like The one person who's like the seeker... Um, so like Put count to ten, and then they get three claps. They can say clap now, and you clap twice, and they have to like try to find you blindfolded. So it's Limpy Marco Polo. Yeah, yeah, much. yeah, yeah. Well, you only get three tries. And the trailer is like a play on that. And the, watch that second trailer because it's awesome. Oh, um, I enjoyed it. Really? Yeah, I think I think this is gonna sinister me okay. in a way that like I'm gonna like it more as it goes on. I could see I that. It wasn't that necessarily that scary, but I think it was just a well-constructed movie. I think it's... And, it's, and it was smart. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, definitely a better-constructed movie than most of the other horror movies that have come out in the recent past. Uh, think about, like, The like Possession an, or... Like the Possession, The Apparition, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Chernobyl Diaries, any of that kind of stuff. Uh, this has this gets into it, like, really quickly. You're already seeing, like, just, like, uh, the paranormal, like, just creepy stuff. And actors have to act. Yeah, I, they're I'm, not all that great I, at it sometimes, though. Uh, no, they're not. But they, I did like how quickly though people people didn't play dumb in this, where they were like, "Oh, well, you know, it's just probably the house settling." They're like, "No, we're." But they something. even they even addressed that at one point, like in the beginning yeah. of the movie. They're just they're investigating the two people are investigating paranormal thing, and they're just like stepping on the floorboard, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's the sound I heard." And they're just like, "Oh yeah, this is very common." Uh, which is an interesting way to go about just starting off this movie and being like, no, f- fuck it. That's not going to be that kind of movie. Uh, that kind of reminds me of The Last Exorcism. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, and that's that, the, that, what I was thinking about most of this movie was The Last Exorcism. Like, it, it definitely um, had that kind of feel to it. What if it had Ethan Hawke in it? I kind of you know, thought I, it would have been good. Horror movies these days can only have Ethan Hawke or Patrick Wilson. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I want them to team I'll up. take I'll take a Wilson. We already got a we already got a Hawk this year. Yeah. Uh, Even though we're gonna have another Wilson later, <laughs> Insidious Two. Oh no! Yeah. Uh, is that also James Wan directed? Uh, the first one was. I don't think this one will be. Um, um, it's Insidious I, Part Two. There you go. Those chapters. Okay. 
Is it? I know it's got something stupid before the two. So, all right, Russ, now, besides that one moment, were you jumping? Because I actually jumped a couple times during this movie. <laughs> um, the fat, dead ghost in the basement yeah. or the floorboard, that got me. Um... Just get all the, let's get all the, the, the major parts people should look out for. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, check them off on your bingo card. That one got me, the clap, clap, the, so yeah, so the fat ghost got me, the clap, clap got me. Um, sorry, is this 13 ghosts? It kind of is, at times. Um... <laughs> uh, but it's also, and, but it's sort of the house on Haunted Hill because it's a different man character. Oh, and when the uh, ghost was on top of the, um, like the the uh, drawer thing, and <laughs> like jumped like, down. Oh, that fucking scare! Oh man, that got me too. Yeah, but then, but when I actually like it scared the crap out of me, and then I looked at it and it was just like, oh, I really wish I didn't. I wish they didn't show that. Like, just, yeah, like because it was just it looked like a gremlin. Like it was, it kind of didn't look all that great. <laughs> It was, it was like the trash man, the trash uh, guy from uh, uh, Mulholland Drive. Like, it almost right. looked like. But I do think I it did hoping... a good job of, like, spacing out the jump scares. Yeah. Because it would, you, you'd, it'd be a little while, and you're like, oh, when am I going to get a jump scare? And then some, they'd, like, misdirect you, and then it would come a little bit later. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't, it, it, like you were saying, it's not really all that horror of a movie. It's There's definitely a, a decent I... amount of buildup, but it's it's not... It's um, but I think that's potentially better. Like if you guys see like a movie like The Innkeepers, yo, that movie is ninety percent build up, right? Um, and that makes it that makes it pretty good. But this is yeah. even ninety percent build up. There's just there are scenes throughout it, uh, and it's I don't. It's almost sort of when you think about it, like it's a very paranormal activity uh, set up to it because it's just like every night things are just happening at this house effectively, and you're just kind of seeing bits and pieces. Or Insidious. Or Insidious, yeah, Insidious. Uh, you want to rate it? Let's rate this thing. Hey, wait, I say that. Do you want to rate it? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? All right, Russ, what do you think? I'm going to give it three and a half. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to give it three. So next up, Ooh, I'm just, I'm tough tonight. I know. I'm, I'm deciding I'm going tough from now on, and I'm going to be extra tough with this next one. Well, probably not. Uh, Lone Ranger. Can we get the rest down? Yes, we can get Lone Ranger. All right. Keep the game. Um, uh, Lone Ranger, directed by uh, Pirate Man. Yep. Uh, Native American warrior Tonto recounts the untold tales that transformed John Reed, a man of the law, into a legend of justice. So, so here's here's the thing: we here at the Movie Movie Podcast see see practically everything. Yeah. And so every once in a while, we're like, you know what? I really don't want to see this. Can we not do this? But if it's a big movie, it's like one of the big movies of the year. It's a big thing. We're like, you know what? We have to. We have to see it. We have to talk about it. Yeah. But this movie, every single one of us was just like, you know what? I can't fucking do this. And we Couldn't even, do it. Yeah, but I, I saw it. I, I watched 40 minutes of it. Yeah. And and at the sense, what they 40 minutes in, uh, Army Hammer's character is just riding out into the desert. Um, and he's like, not the Lone Ranger yet. And it's <laughs> What? And I'm like, I can't do this. Sort of is. I mean, no, it's 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 really boring. It's it's a. I mean, it's hard to even call us a slow burn because you don't really fucking get to anything. Uh, I mean, the last 20 minutes isn't all that bad. It, it actually, there's some interesting takes on it. It's, it's got a good ending sequence, uh, honestly. But but it, you have to sit there for fucking three hours to get there. Yeah, exactly. You have to sit there for an insane amount of time. I mean, if Johnny Depp is funny in this, like, but he's just doing, you know. The, the Johnny Depp thing, I guess, at this point. Walking but, around like a drunk person? For the sort of. Um, but, like, he's, you know, he, if he was not in this movie, I don't, there would be nothing. 
to hold this together at all. Like that's you're just like, oh god, I really hope he makes some stupid quip that I wouldn't laugh at in any other movie, but I will right now at this. So it's purely tentpole the movie. Yeah, it's it's pretty much tentpole the movie. You want to no read it, Pete? <laughs> uh, as I said, I only saw forty minutes of it because I couldn't fucking stand it. Um, so rate I'm the forty convinced. minutes you saw. Yeah. Oh, if I'm rating the forty minutes, this will be my first zero. Wow. Because I nothing was going on. <laughs> I'm going to give... Oh, someone just dropped. Alex. Oh, thank God. Um, and I am... Oh, God. You need him for the next movie. Uh, but I'm going to give it... Uh, I'm going to give it one. Oh, if anything, a half star, because I don't, I don't actually want to give it anything a zero yet. Yeah. Um, but it's just like... I mean, it's bad, but I, I don't know. I, I didn't think... It was, you know what? I'm going to give it a one and a half, because it wasn't all that bad. Wow. Takes, takes two seconds after he's going to get tough. Softens up. <laughs> I know, right? Like butter. Like butter. That's all I need. Or margarine, which oh. is always soft. <laughs> it is, you guys. Let me see if I can get Alex back on this call. Uh, it doesn't look like it right now. What's the next film? The next film is R.I.P.D. I was there. I saw it. All right. Yeah. Oh, thank you. What God. was Alex saying? Um, so, okay. Blah, 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 blah. Well, wait, can we get a rust down for R.I.P.D.? Yeah. R.I.P.D. Directed by the guy that directed Red. <laughs> A recently slain cop joins a team of undead police officers working for the rest and peace department and tries to find the man who murdered him. So this is Men in Black, right? Uh, it, yes. Okay. It shares a lot. Alex is uh, back. Yep. Uh, yeah, so... We were just about to talk about it. Okay, cool. A, um, few, a few nice things about it in the sense that it starts off very quick. Yeah. It doesn't get bogged down explaining too much, and it just throws you into the plot. But, a couple bad things about it. Ryan Reynolds yeah. has zero character. Mm-hmm. He's not charming. He's not fun. He just, like, mopes for a little while. He, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't even make, like, Ryan Reynolds quips. Or There's, like, one like or two pretty good jokes he makes to Jeff Bridges. But the thing is, Jeff Bridges' character is so fucking oddball that... He should be fucking with him and making fun of him every three seconds. It, and, like, that's when the movie actually works, is when it just, like, leans into just being fucking weird. Like, yeah, this isn't a spoiler, but, like, there's a moment where, like, Mary Louise Parker, like, like bites Jeff Bridges' beard. And, like, I was just like, if that was all the humor in this movie, I she would... She really go to me. <laughs> yeah, and I was like... That's awesome. I don't get it, but, like, that's awesome. But then, like, this... what... Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, but, like, then when it tries, like, making up its own mythology and stuff like that, like, it's real bad. Uh... This movie cost $180 million. And they what? sent... They... Jesus. Where is that? They sent it to die, though. This movie, I like... How it made... How it cost that much. But, like, when was the last time you saw marketing up for this movie? Like, they just gave up. They recently uh, had a series of ads with, like, Macklemore music on it. I guess because it's really cheap to license since he's an independent artist. But outside of that, and, like, that was, like, a week ago at the very last minute. They're like, kids like Macklemore. Throw it on there. You can tell this is, like, a slapdash effort at being marketed. But how do you bury a $180 million movie? I thought this was going to be cheaper because it was more because I think the effects weren't exactly the realest thing in the world, but not terrible. They, they, they were trying to be stylized, which I give them, you know, credit for. Like, I wish this, like, all the looks in this movie were just, like, more outlandish and crazy. 
Yeah. Uh, and so, like, they should have just, like, again, like, when they made stuff weird, it kind of worked. Yeah, that- Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges was crazy and could have, and was the source of a ton of fun at a lot of good points, mm-hmm. but could have been a source of a ton of fun every two seconds of this film. But, right. but like, the bad guy, like, even just, like, but the bat, the deados, which is, like, the lamest name for, like, dead yeah. guys. Like, yeah, that's it's pretty bad. Deados. Like, it's, 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 it's terrible. Um... It's like, you think that's cool? That's not I, I, cool. You're not cool. Nerd. <laughs> Ow. Well, uh, like, I mean, like, what Alex was saying before, like, there, there's some good stuff at the end with Mary Louise Parker. It was our Mary Louise Parker day. We saw Red 2 and then this. Nice. Um, and then watched a bunch of weeds? Yeah. When she, she quote-unquote, Billy Goats, Jeff Bridges. But, like, throughout the entire film, they, like, kind of hint at the fact that they had a relationship when it wasn't that big of a deal, and it was almost, like, just set up for this joke at the end. And there's some really fun stuff with Jeff Bridges and ankles. Yeah. And then like, there's the whole backstory of Jeff Bridges' character was, like, left for dead in the desert and was eaten by coyotes. And at one point, like, finally, he, he goes to the like, you know, one of, those, like, one of those coyotes had sex with my skull, and they just, like, pause for a beat, and Ryan Reynolds just pissed at him. He's like, well, I hope they got both sockets. And it's the one time in which there's the a slightest hint of chemistry between the two of them. Interesting. Yeah. That was so squandered and just could have been... It could have been Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. Yeah, absolutely. But like, I, crazy. Like, but, like, just, like, even, like, the set of, like, the R.I.P.D. headquarters was, like, exactly that of the Men in Black. Like, yeah. it was just, I was waiting for there to be a screen Worms. in the background where I could see, like, what celebrities are actually dead. <laughs> um, but it would also, like, still be, like, Michael Jackson and stuff like that. <laughs> Oh, man. Do you guys want to rate it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, Pete, what do you think? Uh, two and a half, because there's actually still some fun stuff to it. Uh, Alex? Yeah, I, I got to agree. It's a high two and a half, but still a, a, a two and a half. Like, I want to give this movie uh, a bit more, but, man, uh, it's it's mercilessly uh, short, uh, if I can say that. Nice. Yeah, that was, it was, yeah, it was like 90-something minutes. Nice. Which was so nice. And that, that was also the best part of our, our double movie weekend, which we haven't done in a very long time, was that Red nice. 2 was just under two hours, and this was just about 90 minutes. So it was a quick, nice day. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. Russ, next up, uh, we've got Only God Forgives, a solo Russ joint. Only Russ's scene. Only Russ forgives. Only Russ downs. <laughs> um, Only God Forgives, directed by Nicholas Winding Refn. Yeah. Uh, Julian, a drug smuggler thriving in Bangkok's criminal underworld, sees his life get even more complicated when his mother compels him to find and kill whomever is responsible for his brother's recent death. Yeah, that's it. All right. <laughs> so this just came out this week on VOD and select... And, like, in a few theaters, yeah. Um, and I get why they... This, they made this a VOD and very limited release is because this isn't going to be like Drive where people are like, dude, did you see Drive? And then like it picks up steam throughout its release. This is not a movie for very many people. Okay. Well, it got booed at Khan. Yeah. Which te- which means something slash doesn't because they boo they boo a lot of stuff that goes on to like do well and be critically acclaimed. They're just a very vocal audience there. But this is fucking out there. Okay. That makes me actually... All right, I'm interested. Yeah, in that. This is, I think this is more in line with like anything else he's made, and I think like that's that's more in line with the movie anything else with uh, 
Jason Biggs. Duh. Oh god! I didn't hate that movie. Uh, <laughs> it's bad. No, it's it's bad. But this is like definitely like the the violence isn't like cute because he likes a girl. It, okay. It's 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 when it's violent. It's it was pretty, pretty cute when Christina Hendricks got shot. And yeah. That was cute. And this doesn't have like a cute soundtrack or anything, and it's very very red. Everything is. Yeah. Is super saturated in red neon. That's like not just the trailer. That's the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the visual style of it? Did you? I thought it. I thought it worked really well for the setting that they were trying to establish. Uh, it, it, but this movie, it's just full of dark, fucking dank shit. I mean, yeah. her, the brother. Without yeah. spoil, this I don't think it's necessarily a spoiler because I think I it's in some use at this point. But his brother uh, is is revenge murdered after he kills. Fourteen-year-old uh, prostitute. Oh, like he just kills her, and then he gets killed. Okay. So then he then they want revenge on his killer. It, it, it's just like everybody's killing everybody, and Kristen Scott Thomas is a freak. <laughs> I think right. you that. You want to rate it? Yeah, uh, I think I think you should see it if you like his other shit. I'll give it a three and a half. All right. Can I do it? Yes. All right. Give me the rust down for Sharknado. Once I type in the words. <laughs> All right, I'm here. Sharknado directed. Yeah, like it. No, matter. it doesn't matter. Um, when a freak hurricane <laughs> swamps L.A., nature's deadliest killer rules sea, land, and air as thousands of sharks terrorize the waterlogged populace. All right. So uh, it's not as good as Piranha 3D, but it's better than Piranha, Piranha 3 Double D. One and a half stars. Right, okay. Go. My biggest problem. <laughs> hey, <laughs> when should I watch this? You haven't even seen it. I don't want to hear your problem. My biggest problem is I don't understand why it exploded like it did. I it, don't know. No, no, I kidding. Sci-fi makes movies like this three times a year. Mm-hmm. No one, no one cared about Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus like I did. I did. God, man, no one cared about Mansquito. Aw, man, Mansquito. It's okay. and it's like I don't know about you guys, but I remember reading about this movie like a year ago. And then no one gave a shit about it. And I even, I like read it about it originally online. I was like, oh, that sounds super fucking stupid. Who gives a shit? Yeah. And then it was like a week before it aired, something happened on the internet where, when people were just like, Sharknado. Well, it was all those like animated GIFs got out there. And that and was the end of it. Crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was really stupid. There's like the scene of the, the, like the hardcore girl telling the story about like how, her grandfather and four other people were eaten by sharks because they saved her from the ship that was drowning when she was like four years old, and she's always what? hated sharks since then. Take ships don't drown. Ships aren't real. They're not alive. <laughs> not real. They are real. Ships Wait, are real. ships aren't real? <laughs> oh my god! You just sail on your own imagination, Tings. Oh my gosh! So, do we really have a website? Nope, that's, that's definitely not true. That's debatable. Oh, my gosh. So we don't have a website where you can find us at MovieMoviePodcast.com. And you oh, can, well done. You can find us on Twitter at MovieMoviePC. You can email us your what thoughts, you- complaints, whatever, your fake movie Fridays to uh, MovieMoviePodcast at gmail.com. And we are the priest and the beekeeper, which you can search in iTunes to find this podcast and rate us or to come out to Long Island City to the Creek in the Cave and see us third rate Thursday us of every the third Thursday of every month uh, at 8 p.m. Or we'll be there at 8 p.m. again uh, this month. And I don't have the date up, but I usually do. Anybody have it? 
I can oh, get okay. it. The next one, quick. the 18th. August 15th. The, no, the 15th. <laughs> August 15th. At I was PM. looking at July. <laughs> long Island City Squirk in the game. Come on out. Thanks for being here with me, guys. We had a long podcast. We had a long break. It was good to get back into it. Thank mm. you guys for being here. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you get guys back next time. Get back into it. To get back into it. Bye.